Are we ready for the end of the world? Always. Listen to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Wake up! And be healthy and therefore wealthy. For the peace and joy of Mother Earth, you are listening to Your Community Spirit. This is Ord Energy Mon. And this is Treesaw. And are we ready for winter? I decided to throw in a little sunrise song <laughs> there to, like, wake us up. Um, today is Friday, the 9th of October. It is a new month, and it is Energy Awareness Month. <laughs> Keep your energy contained. Be aware that you can get low on energy, you know, because there's not much sun out. Um, especially me, because, you know... I happen to be tapped right directly into the sun. <laughs> yes, a direct line. So today, Friday, October 4th. Uh, where did I get 4th? <laughs> Good question. Wake up. Didn't I just say, wake up? All right. Well, you were telling other people to wake up, but you forgot to wake up yourself. All right. Today is Leif Erikson Day. <laughs> Do you think we'll ever get up there that we'll have our own day? Or should we just start designating a day <laughs> that this is, you know, Ord Energy Monday. <laughs> this is Tree Song Day. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we could get it started early, you know, because we're going to be famous enough someday to have our own holiday. Yeah. Well, we already named ourselves. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like we could start. Okay. Today is UN World Post Day. The birthday of John Lennon. In case you didn't know, he's a musician. And it is um, Independence Day in Uganda, because I like to be a little international with my stuff. Saturday, the 10th of October, which <coughs> is double 10 day, because <laughs> it's the 10th of October. You know, oh, yeah, the 10th 10, month. 10, oh, 9. Yeah. So I guess next year will be triple 10 day. It is International Newspaper Carrier Day, Nat National Cake Decorating Day, Shemina Adzerot, Jewish, and Simchat Torah, which begins at sundown, which is also Jewish, and um, Tuxedo Day, which is very interesting because it's also UN World Mental Health Day. So mm. I think, you know, if you start feeling a little down... Wear a tuxedo. Yeah, maybe that's, that'll cheer you up. Yeah, it's Tuxedo Day, and it's also Universal Music Day. So wear a tuxedo while listening to music. Hmm. All right. Sunday is Sunday, October 11th, is General Pulaski Memorial Day. Obviously, I don't remember who he is, so it's not very good. A good thing they have a day to remember him, because <laughs> do you yeah. know who he is? Uh, yeah, we used to, um, I don't remember exactly. They used to celebrate it in Chicago, though. Okay, someone's going to have to call us and let us know who General Pulaski is. <laughs> I, if I was it's important, if it's important. Yeah. It is also Sunday, National Coming Out Day. You could come out that you're an environmentalist. You could come out that you're GLBTQ. You could just come out that you're generally a cool... Here we go. He was a uh, American Revolutionary War hero. Yeah, but I wanted something to call in. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. We will get into 
our local happenings now. Yes, happenings. Today is Friday, which means International Coffee Hour every Friday from 3 to 5 p.m. in the Northwest Annex Building B at the SAUC. What is it called? College Campus. Yes. <laughs> and um, International Slow Food Dinners. Today we have a very special. Not that every week's not special. The International Slow Food Dinner, Rice and Spice, every Friday from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Gaia House Interface Center. This week's theme is Arethrian. Hmm. Arethrian. Arethrian? Yeah, it's a, it's a country right next to Ethiopia in northeast Africa. So it's like African and Arabic influence. And so... Um, I went yesterday to St. Louis and picked up these special, like, have you ever eaten Ethiopian? It's like this big spongy bread. Yeah, I've had that bread. Okay. That's pretty good. So I got a bunch of that to because you're supposed to, that's part of it is you eat the food with your fingers, huh. your hands. Well, if you're just fingers, you're not getting much food. So your whole hands. Your <laughs> whole no hands. So I am going to enjoy not using a fork and spoon and, of course, a really spicy food. So. Huh. Yes, okay, and actually we've got uh, happenings at the uh, the Big Muddy IMC. Um, instead of the usual film showing that they have, uh, they are participating in the downtown art walk that's going on. So uh, usually they show a film on Fridays, but since the art walk's going on, uh, the Big Muddy IMC is going to be participating in that. They're uh, 214 North Washington in Carbondale. Um, they're just a block off the town square. Uh, so that's going on tonight. And we're starting to get towards the end of the farmer's market, so this is your chance to get your good veggies. Saturdays from 8 until noon, um, there are two farmer's markets in town, and get your good veggies and, well, eat them. You don't have to do anything else. That's a good enough step. Step one, vegetables. Step two, eat vegetables. Step three, feel good about yourself because you ate good vegetables. <laughs> Yes. So let's see some uh, other happenings. Uh, we have Habitat for Humanity. Uh, they will be working on Saturday uh, at 2217 Robley Street in Murfreesboro. And they work from 8 a.m. until noon. And they need half a dozen volunteers to work on Saturday, so you could be one of those. And this is, I think, the last Saturday. Next Saturday, they're doing the dedication. Yeah. I mean, they'll still, you know... So this is your last chance to get in on helping someone build their house. And this is the fun stuff, you know, the last little details where you get to fix things and make them all really nice and goodliness. So Yeah. Um, every Saturday, the Vigil for Peace, noon to 1 p.m., the corner of Maine and Illinois in Carbondale. This is a chance to get out there and say, yes, we want peace. And last weekend, we had the Heartland Solar Tour, which was a lot of fun. Um, if you missed the Heartland Solar Tour, you can go to heartlandsolartour.org for home listings as some of the places are open year-round. So, Yes, I got a lot of sunshine on that day, but I didn't actually uh, see the tour. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other happenings? Um, I don't think so. If you would like your happenings to be announced by, well, the happening guys, because, yeah, we're totally, totally happening, 
you must email them to two email addresses if you really want them to happen. Email them to info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Or you can email them to me at uh, treesong at treesong.org. I do have two more happenings. One of them is Dick Gregory, the comedian activist who turned Carbondale on its head by thumbing his nose at segregation, is speaking right now. So I recommend quit listening to the station right now and leave. (laughs) That's right. Get off your butt. Go listen to Dick Gregory because he says stuff more important than we do. (laughs) Well, no, he's just more famous about saying it. (laughs) And and where is he at? Um, I don't know. I can't uh-huh. go. Yeah, we can't go, so we don't know the details. But it's on campus. Uh, it's in the McLeod commun- Theater McLeod in the Theater. communications <laughs> building. Yeah, so he's there right now. So <laughs> if, if you're sitting there listening on your headphones in your class in the communications building, you can uh, excuse yourself to go to the restroom and go run down to... Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, quit causing trouble. <laughs> yeah, I, I did want to mention uh, Art Around the Square, uh, the details on that. Was that one of the ones you were going to get to? Okay, yeah. The, uh, since we mentioned that the IMC is participating in it, we may as well mention the full event. Um, it's Art Around the Square. Um, they've got all sorts of artists uh, having displays around the town square. Really? Uh, Art Around <laughs> the Square? Yes. Well, why do you have to describe it? Yeah, well, it's got to give at least the, you know, the time, you know, that sort of thing. Okay, we'll get to that. <laughs> it's from 5 to 9 p.m. tonight. And uh, if you don't know where the town square is, it's like uh, if you go... It's downtown, and there's a square. Yeah. There's, like, the town square pavilion, and then the blocks around that, uh, like, on both sides of the railroad tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They should have a sign somewhere that says, this is downtown, because it's kind of <laughs> hard to tell. Yeah. Well, luckily, they're starting to do things. Yeah. And each of the stops will have a program. So if you go to one of the stops, like, you know, the Long Branch, for example, you get one of the programs, and it tells you all the art. It's a fun thing. Now, I'm not tapped in too much to mainstreamness, but did you know that Monday is a national holiday? Yes. <laughs> it is October 12th, Monday. It's a bank holiday. Everybody gets the day off. Um, unfortunately, they call it Columbus Day. Yeah, it's an error. They like misprint it on the calendar. Yeah, they keep misprinting <laughs> it. Um, most people that I know call it World Indigenous Day. Yeah. Or just Indigenous Peoples Day, mm-hmm. you know. Um, actually, three states now no longer do Columbus Day. They do, you know, Native Americans Day or Indigenous Peoples Day. Um, but the biggest one is in Colorado. They have like a like a huge um, Italian parade and a huge Native American anti-parade yeah. kind of <laughs> deal. Um, which is very interesting because Columbus is not Italian. <laughs> um, most people think he is. Yeah. But he was lost. I'd like to get lost and become famous. <laughs> it's like, I'm looking for Pentecostal. I'm Pent. I can't even remember, pronounce it. There's this little town in New York. <laughs> Petabook? Ah, oh, well, it's <laughs> not coming. It's a Native American town. So. We will be right back yes. with the news. With the news. It starts in a cornfield. In the Midwest. When it comes to real, corn is the best. 
But once that corn is shucked, then you know we all are fucked. What you don't know can't hurt you. Feed it to the cows, to the cows. feed it to the sheep. To the sheep. You can't digest it, but it's nice and cheap. Grass eaters eat grass, is something of the past. What you don't know can't hurt you. And you better be what's on that shelf. What you don't know can hurt you. Off to the lamb, the lamb. Send, that grain. send that grain, where the basic structure, structure is rearranged. And though it started off as food, it is carefully unglued. What you don't know can hurt you. Maltodextrin, MSG, MSG, lactoflavin, and vitamin C. Erythorbic acid and a little fructose Sodium carboxylmethacellulose Asorbic acid, glucosamine Hydrolyzed vegetable protein Xanthan gum, potassium fumarate Calcium magnesium acetate Together again, multiply the price by ten. What you don't know can't hurt you. And you better be what's on that shelf. If you care about your health, if ignorance is bliss, then you better not read that list. You are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. This is Ord Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. You say that like a question. <laughs> Almost. You're like, am I awake yet? Oh, man. Can we still afford to save the planet? Maybe. I, I don't know. He... We could save a little bit of money and not save the planet. Let's see how that works out for us. Um, the answer is yes. <laughs> the answer to that question is always yes. <laughs> the e- economics of 350. There is good news on the climate policy front. The Europeans have ratcheted down their emission targets. The Chinese are getting serious about solar power and energy efficiency. And Washington... Oh, wait. Uh, Washington, after opening a multi-billion dollar stimulus spigot s- sp- for... Clean energy is lumbering, that's right, <laughs> lumbering toward a carbon cap. Slowly but surely. <laughs> so, um, before we get into 11 ways to stop worrying and love the green life, I wanted to read this down on the bottom here about this group that's um, going, who are, they're environmentalists who are attacking, attacking the climate bill. Mm-hmm. They are um, no compromise faction attacks the climate bill. <laughs> SOS Global Warming. Global warming activists endor- endorsed by the preeminent climatologist James Hansen are working to defeat the climate and energy bill in Congress. And they're using some provocative stunts to spread their message. Briefly, 
Activists handed out fake $2 trillion bills at a rally for climate legislation in New York last week, criticizing the size of the global warming emissions market they oppose. $200 trillion is their estimate for the size of the emissions market. The bills depict Al Gore holding a wrench and a compact fluorescent, you know, wrench in one hand, a compact fluorescent bulb in the other, and the words corporate giveaways, carbon Ponzi schemes, fake solutions. So basically, there's a few different groups who are going and just basically saying this bill is not good enough, and they're completely and totally opposing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's making a lot of green groups, well, kind of embarrassed. Yeah. Because you know, they're like, we should all be, you know. Some are like, we should all be gung-ho for it. And then uh, they bust out with uh, Cap and Trade. It's an actor in a pirate costume. I wanted to mention that one. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> cap and trade, kind of like cap and crunch. There's the greenwash gorillas, which <laughs> pied Thomas Friedman last year. They all hold a no compromise philosophy on climate change action, opposing carbon markets that allow polluters to buy and sell pollution credits, and arguing that larger environmental groups such as the NRDC have compromised too much in working with businesses and Democratic lawmakers. This is pretty interesting because this is why Earth First started years ago. Yeah, because people were compromising too much. Yeah, the environmental groups such as the Sierra Club at that time was seriously compromising. You know, they would they would take a middle of the road stance, and then it would get watered down to you know, uh, what's that? A middle of the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, if you start at a halfway point with someone and then they move you more towards them, then you're three quarters in the direction of giving them what they want. So, quote, It's an awkward position to be environmentalists working on climate change but opposing a climate bill, said climate SOS organizer Rachel Smoker, a Vermont ecologist and author, especially with a new administration that we want to support. But we felt we need to take a really strong position because this bill is so inadequate, end mm-hmm. quote. So, yeah. Well, I remember at the uh, the premiere for that uh, movie we watched, uh, uh, about the... <laughs> you forgot the name, too. <laughs> I was trying to tell someone yesterday what the, about the movie, and I couldn't remember what it was oh, called. Oh, was it? Of Stupid, uh, Age of Stupid. <laughs> age of Stupid. Man, <laughs> See, it, we're it's that's, infectious. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're that stupid because we're living in the Age of Stupid. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, there, the... It was funny because they had all the people after the movie talking about, like, you know, we need to change our policies on, on climate. And then they had the politician on there who was saying, you know, we're going to do such and such. And then the, the creator of the movie was saying, no, that's not enough. you got to do more. <laughs> and it made her look kind of rude, but it was also based on the information they had just presented in the movie. You know, she's, you know, the politician comes and says, oh, we're acting on that. And she's like, no, we, we just said in the movie, you got to do more. Right. <laughs> you, you know, if... If we do half of what we need to stop global warming from, uh, you know, destroying uh, so many parts of our ecosystem, then half isn't going to, close isn't going to work. <laughs> but, you know, it's an interesting debate between the people who say, well, at least this is progress, and the people who say, well, no, we need to meet these goals by this time. Well, when I do my, you know, living off-grid talk, the first thing I tell people, well, I ask them, you know, why do you want to live off-grid? So I go around the room... <laughs> And most of them, you know, want to not pay the electric company, want to have more peace of mind. Yeah. And then I tell them, you will never be able to live off-grid. And they're like, why? (laughs) Aren't you supposed to be teaching us? And I'll be like, no. 
you are too greedy, you use too much energy, and you will never be able to live off-grid. <laughs> so start living the off-grid mentality now because you will never be able to do it how you're living now. And there was like one person who got really offended <laughs> and came up to me afterwards and told me, you know, this is how much energy I use. And I was like, okay. And I sat there and did, you know, calculations for about two minutes. And it only cost them $78,000 to live off-grid. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, they could live off-grid. And they were a decently energy-efficient person. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So people who produce their own renewable energy generally use half the energy of someone who just buys it, you know, because they're they're knowledgeable about their energy usage. That's the thing is most of people don't pay attention. Yeah. All right. 11 ways to stop worrying and, and love, love the green life. Love the green life. <laughs> yes, number 1. Live simply. Hey, I just said that. <laughs> yes, it was I wasn't good, even reading that. It was a good segue. Uh, this is not some kind of contrived martyrdom born of self-imposed poverty, but rather a recognition that material consumption is not the path to fulfillment or enlightenment. Uh, Albert Einstein suggested that when describing the truth, we should, uh, we should quote, leave elegance to the tailor. <laughs> uh, indeed, the planet doesn't need humanity, uh, doesn't need humans living elegantly, and such a lifestyle will not nurture our activist soul. <laughs> Number two, create a sanctuary. Sarah Novick puts it well, simply, quote, to really make reflection and meditation a part of your life, you need to, well, make room for it, end quote. No matter how small your space may be, you can still transform it into your safe haven of sorts. Now, if you don't have a safe haven, you can create one in your mind, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you know, just think... I mean, if you're in the city, think of that, you know, big tree out in the country. Yeah. You know? And you can go and visit that every day in your mind. Yeah, it's like... And maybe every week or every month or something uh, physically, but... <laughs> okay, so another thing is volunteer. Uh, sure, it's cliche to recommend that someone in the midst of turmoil reach out and help others. Uh, cliche, but often dead on. And volunteering, you know, <laughs> I've always found it a good thing to volunteer because you feel like you're doing something productive. You get to work with other people who share your goals. You know, some people see volunteering as, oh, this is work. I don't want to do this. But once you actually do it, you know, you get a lot out of it, too. I wonder, is there many people who volunteer and then say, gee, I wish I didn't volunteer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody, but... <laughs> Find an eco-psychologist. You think there's actually someone like that? <laughs> I actually have one, a friend of mine who lives out in California who works for an environmental nonprofit. Doesn't know my friends or my thing, so I can pretty much say anything because, you know, doesn't know. And we talk about once a month. You know, they, they say their problems, I don't really know their circle of uh, friends and stuff. <laughs> and, you know? Yeah. So I can say, I can say, Tree Song the other day didn't do this. <laughs> I can't think of anything you didn't do. Something probably. Oh, sorry, I'm talking on the air. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, but you can send them uh, your bill, and they can send you their bill because they're your eco psychologists. Yeah. Even if it's you know it's someone you know who also understands the importance of these issues, uh, you can talk about eco psychology. And another one, uh, number five, learn from past activist victories. Uh, here's a, a Howard's end quote: uh, "If we only see the worst, it destroys our capacity to do something. If we remember those times and places, and there are so many." Where people have behaved magnificently, it energizes us to act and raises at least the possibility of sending the spinning top of a world in a different direction. That's well, an exciting idea. And I actually try to do that, you know, we try to do that with this show. Yeah. That if we, if we give you the dirt, we try to give you enough dirt that you can grow something. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> is, is that our slogan? Yeah, that's one of our slogans. Yeah, we give you the dirt to help you grow. Goodness. <clears throat> Choose action over hope. No matter what you're hearing from Washington, action is always better than hope. Yes. <laughs> and action is also the antidote to despair. <laughs> it's like... So, uh, number seven, reconnect with nature. Uh, Ludwig Wittgenstein, Wittgenstein says, quote, Let's cut out the transcendental twaddle. <laughs> When the whole thing is as plain as a sock on the jaw. <laughs> I don't know if that is ex an exact quote of Wittgenstein, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> when humans lose touch with nature, uh, all hell breaks loose. How's that for a sock on the jaw? Mwap! <clears throat> yeah, and I can feel that, too. I can feel the difference between when I'm, you know, sitting in front of a computer all day versus being among the trees and among the fellow humans. Move your life off-grid. Now, you don't have to completely do it, but you can start living and thinking the off-grid mentality. But some 200,000 people are already doing it by action. So if you need a major break from t society's pliers, you can start with the rule number one of living off-grid. The electricity you produce must be greater than the electricity you consume. Yes. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a hard one. I don't think, I think that's like step like 10. <laughs> Step number one is just being conscious that anytime you use energy, you are polluting yourself. Like imagine like you flip the switch on and all of a sudden black smoke started coming out. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Yeah. So um, d does people understand that? I, <laughs> I, I hope I was clear. You are polluting the planet. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So here we go, another one, uh, pace yourself. In the words of Charles Bukowski, pace is the essence. Without stopping entirely and doing nothing at all for great periods, you're going to lose everything. There has to be great pauses between, between highs where you do nothing at all. And I don't mean having profound thoughts, I mean having no thoughts at all. Without thoughts of progress, without any self-thoughts of trying to further yourself. It's beautiful. And I can I can speak to that. That gets back to the meditation from talking about earlier. Like your mind is sometimes a very useful tool when you sit there and think of all these things you have to do. But if that's all you do all day is you know the little chattering monkey in your head is telling you ah. to do everything, <laughs> then that's not a good life to live. If, if you take a little time to just relax, still be aware and attentive, but just have your mind be still. And you could do something, too. I'm going to give you a website for you to be able to, well, for all of us to be able to do something. It's called tick, tick, tick.org. T-C-K, T-C-K, 
tck.org. <laughs> this is, um, it says, Tick Action Now. And this is a global climate movement. It's here. It's real. It's made up of millions of citizens around the world. And they're doing global wake-up call for, with creative, inspiring, and empowering acts. You can see some of the pictures from around the world or really get really inspired. You can watch their video, which was created from thousands of clips sent in. It is time to get serious about cleaning up our planet so that we can live here. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay, good. So, tick, tick, tick. And then, of course... Yes, number 11, uh, Eco Vodka. When all else fails, a little eco drink can help take off the eco edge. A little. Yes, a little. All, all things in moderation, including moderation. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there are... I haven't actually tried one, but there are apparently green vodkas out there. You know, eco vodkas. So Now I'm going to say it because you don't drive. Yeah, this is an important one. So it, it would be funny for you to tell people to not drink and drive, and you don't even drive. Yeah. Well, it shows that I realize even the importance of it, even not being a driver. Oh. Because you might run me over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and that includes your bicycle, your lawnmower. Yeah, your, your construction your, equipment. You, you can get w w your feet. You can drive your feet around. I mean, if you're a good person, you you know, you can actually, you know, go around town on a foot. Yeah. <laughs> so don't drink and walk. And that's it. That's all she wrote. We'll be back again on the radio next week. See you then.